morning, saints. I greet you all in the, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we also to stand in front of you this morning. I would like to thank the leadership of the church, uh, the elders of the church for this opportunity. Uh, thank you very much. We appreciate this opportunity uh, to speak uh, what God says during this time. Hallelujah. Um, before I start sharing a word of God, um, can we just pray? Father God, we come before you this morning. Thank you for your word as I am going to be sharing. I speak, Lord Jesus, that you speak in me, Lord Father. I, I pray that each and every way that is going to be said here in this preaching, may it go in someone's heart, in someone's life, may it changes us. May we be different from hearing your word. May we not do things the same way. May we come out of this preaching differently and doing things differently. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. We honor your name. We worship you. We praise you. Amen. Hallelujah. My topic today, um, we are going to be speaking about honoring God. Um, it's something that we normally say, or it's a subject that we normally touch in. But today, I would like us to actually go deeper and let's just analyze the word, what does it mean to you to honor, or to honor someone, or to actually call someone honorable? What is it that makes someone to get to that level to be called that they are honorable? and to the stature or to the um, uh, level or value of that person being honored. And what do you do to actually honor someone? How do you honor a person? How do you honor God? And we will just break it down. Um, I remember a few days ago, if not a few weeks ago, I was speaking to one of my friends. We were actually discussing also the very same subject of honoring and he says to me to him to honor someone it means is to respect is to do uh, something good for the parent more especially to honor the parent is to do something good for umama wake or babu wake or kokwag whoever that you feel uguti deserves to be honored uti uh, that's basically a way of honoring but I then went and checked uh, before we can go and see what the Bible says about this topic. Uh, I, I went and checked to honor someone, what does it mean? It means to respect and uh, esteem them. The degree of honor we bestow to someone varies greatly depending on their position or achievements. Um, basically, you will honor them because of the marathon, that is their achievement. Some of them you will honor them for calling them a doctor or professor because of their education level or their So it differs from that position. We honor people for various reasons, including uh, positions, as I have just said, the power, accomplishments, and integrity. Hallelujah. We demonstrate honor through the attitude, affections, and actions we uh, direct towards the person being honored. 
speaking of affection, I have observed the way people honor their kings as well in the places where we come from. I'm from Guazulu Natal, and when you honor your chief or your king, there's a way of speaking. You can't just address a king uh, anyhow. You can't just address the chief in the owner of the area anyhow. You will actually start praising them. You will start saying Ibongo, Zaleonkos, Mangabeguzul, you will be saying Dabezita, Ifgum Shongo, you'll be saying Jomane, and so on and so on. So there are ways of um, addressing or honoring Amakosi by the ways of affections and, and our actions. You know, we, we honor people through our actions. You will see as well, some people do poet and do all of these things through the action of their body, through the action of whatever that they do just to honor that person. Hallelujah. The attitude we have towards those we honor includes regard, respect, and reverence. The affection we experience toward those we honor includes admiration and adoration. Hallelujah. So sometimes the um, actions we take towards those we honor includes praise, uh, submission, and obedience. So basically being obedient to whether your parent um, praising the good things your parents are doing. You know, the actions that you do, they are actually showing an honor to them that they are doing a great thing in your life, in their lives. They are doing a great thing in the family. And that is how we actually demonstrate the honor, you know, to, to, to our parents, to the community, to, to whoever, hallelujah. As a child, you honor a parent through submission and obedience, you know, hallelujah. So now we have looked at the word honor um, by the way we understand it, by the way we've been taught, the way the earth or the community has said to us what is honor. We have covered all of that, but now we are going to look into what does the word says about honor, what God says about honoring him. We are going to look at Romans 12 verse one as I read. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which, you, which is your reasonable service. Hallelujah. God is deserving of high honor, highest honor, complete surrender of our entire lives to his glory and loving service. Because of who he is and who has done in our lives. Hallelujah. So looking at the scripture that we have just read right now, I had so many questions that came into my mind and I had so many things that I wanted to look into into scripture about honor, hallelujah. So first of all, what does it mean to honor God? You know, in your mind, now you know what it means to honor your parent, how it means to honor your leaders, political leaders, your leaders of church and all, but exactly to honor God, what does it mean to honor God? To honor God means to give him 
the regard, respect, reverence, admiration, adoration, praise, submission, and obedience which are due to him. Hallelujah. To honor God means to worship him in all our attitude, our affections, and actions. The essence of what it means to honor God is revealed to us by what Jesus called his first a greatest commandment. We will read the word and remind ourselves of what the word says about the greatest commandment. In Matthew 22, verse 37 to 38, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is a great and first commandment. Hallelujah. So honoring God cannot be limited to the external performances of ritual and ceremonies. Um, don't hear me wrong. Don't take away things that makes God uh, happy and what he has commanded us to do. Coming to church, cleaning the church, doing everything, cleaning the windows, we still honor God with that. Uh, that is our way of showing external performances. That is our way of actually um, making sure that the service continues. It's our service when we do such things, Bazalwane. We have to continue doing such. But it does not just limit us there in those um, rituals, in those ceremonies, when you come to church every Sundays, when you ensure that there is water, there is tissue in the bathrooms and all that. It does not just limit us there. But it goes further than that. It goes even further than that in a very most exciting way. Jesus commands us to honor God with both our lips and hearts. How do you honor God with your lips and your heart? So now I'm touching in the next level of honoring God, not only just through your actions, the actions of your body, what you do when we see you being up and down, doing great things, beautiful things that we need in the life of the church, in the community, in, in our homes, whatever that you do, we need it, we still need it. But now we are speaking about now, honoring God with your lips. How do you honor God with your lips, with your heart? Hallelujah. Um, hypocrites honor God with words of their mouth, but their hearts are far removed from him. What does Matthew 15, 8 to 9 says? It says, these people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrine the commandments of them, of men, sorry. Hallelujah. So from this passage, we actually learn that we still have an obligation, a duty, to actually worship and honor God with our hearts. You know, we have to dwell ourselves, we have to, we have to be in God uh, through our hearts, through our lips, as we speak, as we pray, as we worship, as we sing. We, all, we still honor God in our workplaces, in our cars, as we drive to work, as a person. When you do that, when you fix your attention unto God, you know, when you pray in your car being alone, when you pray at home, wherever you are where you are able to actually speak to God, it's an honor, you know, to God 
to speak to him, to praise him, to worship, wherever you are. You can do it anywhere. That is why it says through our lips, through our hearts. Hallelujah. He is our creator, sustainer, and redeemer. Our very life and breath comes from God. It is in him that we live, move, and have our being. That's what Acts 17 says. All that we have, we have received from him. All things have been made by him and for him. We can only honor God if we live, not for our own glory, but for his glory. He is worthy of all honor. Hallelujah. The honor owed to God is perfect and infinite since he is perfectly and infinitely honorable. Hallelujah. For us to present ourselves as living sacrifice to the honor of God is to is no more than just a duty doctrine. As I was saying, even Luke 17 says, we should not just honor God because it's a duty, it's an obligation, and when we see people, we have to actually come across with a facial of, yeah, I am honorable, so therefore I have to act this way. These are the ways I should be saying in front of people. It comes so natural, you know, it comes as something that you live, and it should be, be something that you have to go somewhere and rehearse and, and prepare and do all of these things. You know, it has to come so natural that I am honoring God, and therefore, whoever that calls me man of honor or honorable Pilan, honorable Baba U, whoever, it's because of the way, the life that I live. I live a life that is honorable, honorable, honoring God, a life that is worthy of him, a life that walks in footsteps of God. So if you live that kind of life, you will never feel a duty that like right now, wow, okay, now I'm at work. At work, this is how we speak. This is what the policy says. This is what we should address uh, certain things. No, but this is a life, a lifetime uh, way of living. And because of in everything that you do, you are men that honors, whether you honor parents, but because above everything you honor God, these things comes so easy, even greater than just a duty dictates. Hallelujah. The book of Romans informs us that all mankind has failed to honor God as we should. Our sins have not only just violated God's law, but assaulted his honor. So I was thinking that, you know, they, we, have, we have failed to honor God as mankind in so many levels, and more especially as men, you know. So many things are happening in, 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 in our community, in our land, in our country. It is because we have moved, you know, from God. We have moved from important things to actually think, before I do this, is this actually honorable before God? Is this of God? Is this the act that God has commanded me as a man to actually do? Before I rape or before I do anything that is so, you know, so wrong in the community, 
where and how, where do you put your level of mind of what did God say about this thing? You know, it has to start from there. The moment you think of a very negative thing, it has to come to your mind, Ugoti, now I am not doing anything that pleases the Lord. Now I am not an honorable person by beating my girlfriend, my wife, you know. Now I'm acting outside of the scope of mankind, you know. It has to come to your mind, Uguti, this is wrong and I have to be of honorable. And then in that, in, in, in that way, we'll come to the position where women will no longer fear us. When we come across a woman at six o'clock or seven o'clock at night, they must come to us at a, at a place of safety, you know. They will have to come running to us and say, Baba, I'm, I'm actually afraid. Nyasaba, I think Wunezinjalapaya. Not uh, our, our sister saying, I would rather take a dog accompanied me because there's a man there. No, we, we can't live that life. You know, we can't live that life because by doing that, we are doing an assault to God. We are assaulting the very honor that we are talking about. We are removing the focus man was created to, to, to do. Man was created to lead, you know. How can you then lead someone who's afraid of you? How can you lead someone who will rather go and say, I would rather have dogs in my home and walk and run and jog with dogs because I'm afraid if I run just be behind KFC, there are men who are there and they will rape me. They will do. Imagine, imagine uh, coming down to the level of animals as a place of safety because of what we have done as men. We demonstrate dishonor of God to God through our disobedience. Because of our disobedience, we live under impending doom of death and destruction. But God, because of his great love for us, sent his holy son, Jesus Christ, who honored God through his perfect life, humanity and obedience, and died for our dishonorable sin, guilt and shame. Hallelujah. This is a greatest gift that God has given, giving his only son, you know, because of what? Of our disobedience. Because of what? Because of he wanted us to have infinity, the everlasting life, you know, to remove shame, guilt in us, to remove um, destruction and so that we may live a life that is not doomed, not a that life. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ, who honored God through his perfect life, humanity and obedience, and died for our dishonorable sin, guilt and shame. We find that in Ephesians 2 verse 4 verse 10 to 10. Through Christ, through Christ's life, Death and resurrection God has made the way for us to be reconciled to himself. Hallelujah. We will quickly read uh, John 14. In John 14, I'm not talking about Ikabish Bazalwane. 
I know which most of you, when we talk of John 14, says Kuluma who you know if you know Hallelujah. The word says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. That is the way that the Father has shown to us. That is the gift that the Father has given to us. The Bible in John, the Bible in John says, the Father tells us that we cannot honor him unless we honor his son. Hallelujah. It says we cannot, it is so impossible to honor him, the Father, or unless we honor his son. That is Jesus Christ. Therefore, it is impossible for us to honor God unless and until we receive Jesus Christ as, as our Lord and Savior. It is only through faith in Jesus Christ that God removes the shame and dishonor which our sin deserve and credit us with the honor and holiness of Christ's righteous life. In addition, God gives us his Holy Spirit to dwell and empower us uh, to live for God's glory and honor. Hallelujah. Spending eternity and honoring God for all that uh, he is and has done for us through Jesus Christ will be much more than our duty, as I've said before. It is it will be our delight, Bazalwan. So, as I was preparing and I was reminded of also great men that the Bible is teaching us about, like Job, I'm looking at his life and I'm looking at the things that he actually accomplished in life and the things that then at the end he, he, he lost, basically. So, I'm looking at his life and his position in God as a man of God. You know, Job honored God through everything. Like when he had something, when he didn't have anything, when even his wife said to him, why Because But Job chose to say, And through the life of Job, we can see this is the kind of honor that we should be presenting and giving to God. This is the way of, 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 of actually um, demonstrating and telling to the people, this is how I'm honoring God. Whether I'm something, whether I have income, because through this COVID and lockdown things, and we've been retrenched, but I will still honor God. I'll still do things that God has commanded me to do. I will not just uh, be distracted of what the world says, of what's happening in the world, but I will still honor God and I will still live a life that honors Him, not because of what I have, my position in in the, in the community, my position at work or at church, wherever I go, but I am doing it as something that comes naturally, not because of it's a duty, but it comes as a child of God to honor him with whatever and everything that I have. Whether I honor him through my um, 
worship of offering, whether I honor him through um, my worship as I, as I, as I worship him in, in, in my lips and as I dwell in word through my heart and everything, but I still do it whether I have or I do not have. So this is the message that uh, I, I wanted to challenge ourselves with, you know, this morning to say, how do we honor God? And what do you understand about honoring? And so basically from after this message, I hope when you address someone, you say honorable somebody, you should actually understand what does it mean to be honorable somebody? What does it mean to actually just honor someone, you know? What does it mean to honor your parents? Do you have to honor your parents? Yes. And what are the values that you look for as you honor someone that you put them highly, you know, that you respect? Whether umfundeswako, your elders at church, or at home, or at work, your, your, your leaders, you know, your manager, what does it mean for them? They are honorable, you know. We understand very well from today, Woody, what does it mean to be honorable. Hallelujah. I hope um, with today's word, we will go out there and, and start doing what the word says and start um, honoring our, our loved ones, honoring our parents, honoring above everything, honoring God before you can honor anyone and before you can honor even yourself, you know, uh, when, when you have achieved something. So from today, I hope we'll go out there with a different uh, understanding and meaning of honor. Hallelujah. Let the peace of the Christ rule in your heart, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell with you, with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another, with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing with thanksgiving in your heart to God, and whatever you do in God or did, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Give thanks through him to God the Father. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and gracious to you. The Lord lift up his contentious upon you and give you peace. Amen.